I'm old, you're stupid. This is the Soapbox for the week of August 15th, 2021. The endless dance in American society is that of the old and the young thinking equally as disparagingly of each other. Kids these days are rude, awkward, lazy, weak, entitled, selfish, tech-obsessed snowflakes who have no work ethic. Old people, who, by the way, are now defined essentially as everyone over the age of 45, since the absolute oldest millennials are turning 40 this year, that means 40 can't be old. Unless you're in Generation Z, then old people begin being old at 30, and you're elderly if you're over 50. Old people today are mean, out-of-touch bigots who destroyed the economy a decade and a half ago, making life far much harder than it had to be, and like to walk around reminiscing about the good old days, which is easy to do, since they destroyed the planet that other generations will never get to enjoy, and they're just generally slow and in the way. Let's establish first that age is both a number and a mindset. My co-host Dawn has been in her 50s mentally since she was in her 20s, while my 90-year-old father is and always has been in his early 40s in regards to his outlook, attitude, and approach to life. Acting old and being old are two entirely different things and often determine whether a person whose age is a certain number is cool for an old person or is simply old. The difference is, however, that at some point you can't physically hide that you're aging. While there are plenty of creams, potions, serums, and procedures available these days, along with endless information about how we can better treat our bodies along the way to slow the effects of aging, it still shows. Jennifer Aniston and Halle Berry are often cited as two examples of women who don't look their age. True. And were they not famous, which allows us to know that their exact ages are 52 and 55 respectively, and we saw them in public for the first time, we would no doubt say, wow. What a couple of beautiful older women. John Stamos, Rob Lowe, Tom Cruise, and Steve Carell certainly look younger than the traditional expectation of a man in his late 50s. In fact, Stamos, Lowe, and Carell are 57, and Tom Cruise is 59. Sheesh. Maybe there is something to that Scientoxicity stuff. The truth is, though, that if they weren't famous, each one of them would be viewed by a total stranger as being an attractive man for his age or a good-looking older man. And it isn't because we watch celebrities age and then do an A-B comparison. It's because all of the procedures and potions and lotions in the world can't hide the weathering our bodies absorb. We're no different than wood. You can weather protect it properly and buy the book, and instead of 10 years, you'll get 40 out of it. But at 40, it will inevitably show signs of rot and decay that will continue no matter what you do, until it merely crumbles to dust, just like us. This is how and why ageism remains the last acceptable prejudice in America. And yes, I know the comedian Bill Maher has been saying that for over a decade, so all credit to him for both the phrase and legitimacy of the thought. While bigotry and prejudice will remain a part of the human condition in perpetuity, Amongst agreed-upon social stigmas and attitudes making fun of people's age is the only thing that gets almost zero pushback with very rare exceptions. When someone who has crossed whatever that threshold for you is in terms of the calculus between your age at the time and the age over which anyone is old says something that you don't agree with, it's as simple as you saying, eh, you're just old. And people just nod their head as if to say, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's just... Two different generations disagreeing, it happens. But that's both simplistic and wrong. They didn't merely disagree. 
the older person was dismissed entirely because of their age, as though that's an acceptable way to end an argument. It would never, and should never, be okay to end a discussion on financial prosperity and affluence with a black person by saying, eh, well, you're black, you're never going to understand. If you were lecturing someone about long hours and a solid work ethic, ending that lecture with, why am I wasting my time saying this to a Mexican? You should not garner a knowing head nod from all who heard it. And you wouldn't. This topic, by the way, is nothing new for me. Because there's, there's another thing we do when we're young. We dismiss someone who has gotten older as merely trying to hold on to their youth. Or we don't even listen to what they're saying about life because they're just old. As though that means old people are suddenly of no value at all. I turn 50 next month, but I've been speaking and writing about this topic for years, hoping to change at least a few hearts and minds with little provable success. I recognized early on in life that the people who had what I wanted, whether it be financial, emotional, psychological, or material, were all people older than me. And rather than dismissing them, as most of my peers did, I sidled up to them and learned. Who better to show me how to get to where I want to be than someone who's already there? For example, if I'm lost in a forest and a 25-year-old says, I think it's over this way. I've never been that way, but I'm pretty sure. And then a 65-year-old says, I've spent most of my life in these trees. I'll show you the way out. Trust me, I'm following the old man. I made a commitment to myself to stay true to the understanding that people of all ages and generations have value and things to offer. And mocking their various shortcomings will not help me improve as a person, which is my ultimate goal. When I was younger, I did my best to not dismiss someone's ideas merely because they were a generation or more ahead of me, especially since I hated it when I was dismissed for being young or inexperienced or immature, with no validity to the sentiment other than just trying to hurt me. As a guy about to be 50, I'm now right in the middle. People both a generation older and younger are major parts of my life. And while I notice when those younger are making the same mistakes I made, I try to remember how important those mistakes are to make and that they must travel that journey their way and without me telling them what they're doing wrong. Unless they ask, at which point I know they'll most likely not listen, but I will at least offer my perspective. When I notice that someone a generation older than me is frustrated by the way young people talk or how sensitive they are and how they're ruining everything, I try to remember that every older generation since the dawn of time has said that and that I don't possess their additional couple of decades of experience. I also sometimes remind them that my generation is the one that created and raised the generation they now say is ruining everything, so maybe we should blame the right group of people. Or maybe we should stop all of this. Respect the elderly is one of my most loathed phrases. How about respect everyone? Now since that'll never happen, might I suggest don't disrespect the elderly merely because they're older. That's a lot for a bumper sticker and for today's American attention span, so I know it'll never take off, but hey, it's worth a shot. Perhaps the most common, lazy, go-to put-down of those older is they just don't get it. Old people don't get it. Not if it relates to the appeal of sitting in front of a TV pretending to kill people on a game. Much like the young rarely get why old people think sitting around for hours on end playing cards with each other is fun. But what old people do get that the young don't is life. And there's nothing young people hate hearing more than that because they're convinced that they have it all figured out. Which is ironic, since we think we know everything as teenagers. And then, by 25, we're laughing at how immature we were in high school and how much we've grown and changed. 
And of course, at 25, now we've got it all figured out. By 40, we're saying things like, God, I wish 40-year-old me could talk to 25-year-old me. And yet, we can't for the life of us apply that to people two or three times our age in regards to seeking them out for wisdom. And that's what's missing from all of this. Wisdom. As the aforementioned Bill Maher said recently when he was tackling the subject yet again, you're beautiful when you're young, when you're old, you're wise. And wisdom isn't something that you can just Google. In fact, if you did Google wisdom, what you would get is the definition. The quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. The quality of being wise. In doing some research for this soapbox, I came across an article entitled, Why Older People Have Always Trashed Younger People. And the answer to the headline when you read the article is essentially fear. Once we recognize that we are now older, we become afraid of everything, is the premise. We're terrified of change, our mortality becoming irrelevant, etc. After finishing the piece, I sat staring at it with my eyes half-closed, pondering this assertion. And I decided to research the person who wrote it. His name is Jason Pfeiffer. Never heard of him. And when he wrote it, he was 37. Ah, yes. That's the sweet spot. Right when we're in stage three of knowing that we have life all figured out, finally, this time. And yet, we're still relevant and important because, hey, at least we're not 40. I never lived it, but I've seen that mindset play out countless times. I know nothing of Jason Pfeiffer, but I would guess that he is the type of person who is terrified of turning 50 because, at that point, for him, it's all over. And he joins the class of people that is to be pitied because they're all just afraid of fading away. Meanwhile, a month from now, I turn 50. And I'm the best me ever. My company is thriving financially at record levels, and the Rad Radio Show is more popular than it has ever been after 25 years of existing. I'm married to my perfect mate, who, by the way, is a generation younger than me, have amazing friendships, and I worry about nothing. Like, literally, I have zero anxiety pretty much about anything ever. Because I have the experience, knowledge, and good judgment to know that life and I will be fine. The only reason everything in my life is so good is because of all that I have lived, combined with remaining open to new, better, and different ways of thinking and doing things that people younger than me can teach and show me. And of course, I never hesitate to pick up a phone and call someone born 15 years or more before me and ask for advice and perspective. So when a millennial or member of Generation Z doesn't like or agree with something that I say or do and can't offer any sort of objection to it other than, well, you're just old, I embrace it. You're right, youngster, I am old. And you're stupid. And that may sound harsh, but the truth is that a well-adjusted, self-aware younger person would never think that it was acceptable to dismiss the opinion of someone they were disagreeing with merely citing their age. It's quite literally a stupid thought and tactic, and identical to the racist examples given earlier. Because you see, like farmer's insurance, I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. And the only difference between my self-confidence and yours is that mine exists and it's legitimate. 